What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Today we're here with Assistant Trinity Coach Art Smith. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're just going to talk some basketball because it's March and March Madness is here. So, Art, we've got some questions for you. All right. You were a, play, a football player here at Trinity. Yes. What made you want to get into coaching basketball when you were a football player? Well, I went to college to play football, and I had the gray shirt my first semester. And I knew in order to stay, like, on top of schooling, I had to be around some type of sport. Mm-hmm. And with a gray shirt, you're not allowed to be around the team. You know what I'm saying? You're mm-hmm. on the roster, but you're not around the team. Like, you don't do practice, no nothing. No workouts or nothing. So I became a manager for the basketball team. And from that moment on, it's just been straight basketball. Like, I even tried to go back out in the spring and get football started back mm-hmm. up again. It was over with. I I lost the passion for mm-hmm. it. Uh, mostly out of shape because I ain't do no work or nothing. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, let's take the easy route. Yeah. And on top of that, basketball was my first true love. It's mm-hmm. just... Once I got to eighth grade, everybody started growing up. I started growing out. You know what I'm saying? So that was one of the big things of why I switched over to basketball. And then came back to Louisville, emailed Coach Zabo, and continued the basketball career. So you started on Coach Rob with the freshman team in 2019. Yeah. How was that? What was that like? It was, it was refreshing, okay, because – Before that, I had interviewed for three head coaching jobs Mm -hmm. and made it down to, like, top five in all the jobs and then ended up not getting it because of experience. And then coming back and just seeing where Trinity was at that time and how big Trinity basketball was compared to when I left. You know what I'm saying? When I left, we only had two, three banners in the gym, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, then I come back, and now all of a sudden, if you're on the top rope, you can't see the game because we got banners everywhere, you know. So it was refreshing. It was refreshing to come back home, come to a place where I knew I was loved, I knew I was wanted, and I knew I was accepted. Mm-hmm. So then when you went up to the JV and you were in the varsity gym, what was something that Coach Zabo's coaching style really like left on you, like an impact it left on you? Biggest thing with Coach Zabo that has left an impression on me would be his game management. And his game management didn't just happen in the game. Mm -hmm. Like, in practice, he would script out the game without us realizing that he script out the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So every drill, every every session where we were playing five-on-five, three-on-three, four-on-four, you know, everything was scripted for like first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, without it necessarily being told like, all right, this is what we're doing. Another thing that stuck out to me was how he incorporated fundamentals with the style of the way today's played. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So that's two major things that I picked up from him. You know what I'm saying? And even to this day, I'm still seeing things and realizing things that he did that we don't do now that's still like, you know what I'm saying, okay, I see why he did that. Mm-hmm. I see why, you know what I'm saying, how that helped us. Like, basketball doesn't just change the game. Players come as different players and have different game styles. Yeah. So, like, it's really hard to, like, 
fixate towards a certain player, right. and then you have another player who's completely opposite, but Man. they're both good players. Yeah, so an example like that is just taking last year's team to this year's team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Last year's team was a more fundamentally sound team. Because mm-hmm, we didn't where, have some of those like, athletes. Yeah, like, to where they had to run set plays almost every time down the court. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where this team that we have this year – it's almost like letting the horses out the stable. Just let them go, and they're going to get up and down and do what they need to do, you mm-hmm. know. And, and that's the thing that Zabo, he most definitely did to a genius level, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He always catered to teams and the players that he had for those teams, but at the same time, he still used his system. And his system worked for 20 years. If you look at, like, before he got here in like the early two thousand, early early two thousands, Trinity basketball was like nothing really. No, like we didn't have anything. Everybody like, wanted to play Trinity exactly and for then, an easy win. Mm-hmm. Now everybody wants to play Trinity to knock Trinity off the top, exactly. and it's just like that's kind of hard to do right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With who he brings it, and his coaching staff is even well thought out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, for this year, you know, with his absence, look what us coaching staff has been able to do. You know what I'm saying? We've been able to change positions within the within the ship and still got the ship sailing and going high at it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, much credit to Coach Zabo. Like, mm-hmm. none of us will be where we're at today if it wasn't for – that 20 years of hard work that him and JT put in. Mm-hmm. What would you say, like, was the first thing that went into your head when Coach Zabo wasn't going to be back in the heat, the absence started? Honestly, man, I was hurt. I was hurt because it was somebody that I truly respected. Um, it was, you know, uh, the LIT game versus St. X. That whole ordeal really just broke me down. To some extent, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like somebody who I see as a teacher, someone I see as a genius to the game, someone I look at him as if he's on the level of a Coach K mm-hmm. or a Rick Pitino, you know what I'm saying? And because of what I've learned from him and what I've seen him do, you know, it, it, it's, it's tough. It's tough, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And really... Even before I got into coaching, you know what I'm saying? Coach Zabo was somebody who I would have normal interaction with when I went to Trinity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And just to see that decline just really, man, it, it took to this day. Thinking about it still hurts me. Yeah, we might be able to laugh and joke about some of the stuff that, you know what I'm saying, he did, which was wild. You know what I'm saying? He's done some wild stuff, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That we're gonna keep in house. We're gonna keep that stuff in yeah. house. But man, seeing that decline with him, seeing him leave, it was it was a tough pill to swallow, and I'm mm-hmm. still necessarily trying to swallow that pill today. Mm-hmm. Like in any sport, if you lose a coach with like that had that much success over the years as like that he has, like, yeah, bringing in those players, bring like he has three NBA players that he's had yeah. here at Trinity, which is yes. like. Not a lot of coaches can say they've ever had a Man. high school coach. But, like, real. I'd just say that, like, something I learned from Zabo is that, like, if you do the work, he's going to reward you for it. 
Most definitely. Most definitely. And I think that's the biggest the biggest challenge transfers have to get over when they come to Trinity is the fact that you're going to get pushed to that limit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's all about how do you respond once you've reached that limit? You know what I'm yes. saying? Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. As humans, we all know in our minds what we think our limit is. You know what I'm saying? But great coaches figure out what that limit is and be like, nah, you could give a little more. You know what I'm saying? So for transfers, that's a very big challenge. You know what I'm saying? But once year two comes around, so for instance, Dre Vassar, he already came in with a high motor. You know exactly. what I'm saying? He already came in head heads and shoulders above where everybody else was. Mm-hmm. You know, and Zabo even pushed him. You know, Zabo pushed him as hard as I've seen anybody push him. But he knew, like, I had to do a little bit more for this kid in order for him to get the true meaning out of whatever we got going on here at Trinity. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But there was a certain player who was here his freshman and sophomore year, and then it was kind of a little bit bumpier of a road. Yeah. But then once this year happened and he was actually going to have to, like, play a role on the team, he – because they would push him really hard for three years. Yeah. And then he finally kind of just accepted that, like, okay, all this has happened for a reason. Yeah. And now I get to go out there and prove it now. Yes. Uh, can we say who we talking about right there? Cause I, I might, I might have a good idea, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But uh, uh, Avery Fraser, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And Avery's been my guy from day one. Avery's been in the varsity gym since he first got on campus. Mm-hmm. And yes, Avery and Zabo butted heads like rams. Yep. Like it was, it's crazy. And I'm, con- I was constantly in Avery's corner, like, hey, bro, it's a process to all this. Just stay calm, stay the course, and everything. Now, Avery is a very important key part of this team. Of this team, you know what I'm saying? Without Avery, there's there's aspects that this team doesn't have. For sure, like the energy he brings on the floor, just like on defense, and the fact like he's not willing, to, he doesn't like just search for his shot. He like he's a good passer. He's willing to just do whatever it is for the team. Like he's yeah. on the floor always. Most, de- I mean, and honestly, now it's at a point to where. I have to tell Avery to shoot the ball. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because he can score, but he just gives so much to all the other aspects of the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's all, He's our little garbage man. He is our Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When the shot's there and the team wants him to take that shot and it's a good shot, he takes it. But everything else? He's going to pass and do everything else. Count on Avery. You know what I'm saying? He's going to do it at 110%. Because mm-hmm. I, I had Cam McClain on here a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. He kind of told the same thing. I was like, even when he was in here from day one as a varsity player, Zabo pushed him and pushed him and pushed him and pushed him. Like, he didn't just, like, ease up on Cam. He was a freshman. He knew Cam could be great. Yes. So he just kept pushing him and pushing him. I mean, even last year, Zabo last year would say more and get on to Cam and CJ more than anybody. Exactly. And they were seniors. 
But now look at where they're at. Cam's getting quality minutes as a freshman at Thomas Moore. CJ's getting quality minutes at Hanover. Like, Zabo was that coach who, if he thought you had an inch to give, he's going to find a way to make you give a foot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, man, and it just goes back to how great he was. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that goes to credit to whoever the AD was who hired him. I think it was Dennis Lampley. Credit to him. He was a great coach, too. You know what I'm saying? That's on the football side. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, credit to him because what he put over here for Trinity basketball, man, just the tree, the coaching tree that falls under Mm Zabo, ridiculous. So now that Coach Saxon has taken over as head coach now, what did you? What aspects did you see of Saxon that uh, reassured you? Okay, this ship's gonna stay afloat. Oh, he's a basketball guru. Like he eats, breathes, sleeps basketball. Like the only thing he knows is basketball. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like his son Leo, nine chances out of ten. He's going to be a phenomenal basketball player. Oh, yeah. Because from day one, since the kid was born, I'm telling you, I'm sure he had him right there watching. I'm I'm telling you, Coach got NBA League pass. I bet you he got NBA League pass. I bet you he had NBA League pass before NBA League pass was NBA League pass. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just in love with the game. If he could marry the game... I promise you he probably would have did that, you mm-hmm. know. So that was one of the biggest things that stuck out to me as far as him taking over was that he knows the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He knows the game. He understands the game. He's played the game at a high level, mm-hmm. you know. And that's one of the obstacles that I, to this day, am trying to overcome when it goes to just training kids, um, trying to recruit kids for AAU Mm -hmm. and stuff of that sort, that's one of my biggest obstacles is that I came up playing football and everybody know me for football. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I still got a football body. But trying to sell to them that, like, hey, I've transitioned. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've became a student of the game of Mm -hmm. basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I'm watching basketball now, it's hard for me to watch for just enjoyment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now when I watch, I'm trying to dissect. Even when I don't want to dissect, I'm still dissecting. Because, like, you know those, like, there's coaches, I know they go to the games, and they're just, like, they're not watching the game just to watch a game. They're, like, dissecting, like, everything that's going on. Yeah. Even a game that doesn't involve them. Man, and, and really, that's that's one of my hardest things. And honestly, I, I'm not even going to lie to you. Honestly... It's hard for me to sit and watch a full game. Oh, I, it's hard just because, like... The brain, my brain starts going, and then if I see a coach not making the correct adjustments, or coaches who just don't make adjustments at all, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, that was one thing that I had to learn, and that's why I do AAU as a head coach, so that I can get through those, you know what I'm saying, those times of not knowing, mm-hmm. you know? Because there's a lot of times where coaches... Do not make adjustments, and it's just like all you simply have to do is stop guarding man and guard two, three, and it's a different ball game. Mm-hmm. You know, so. So this 
prior to the season starting, JT, Jared, Jordan, and Coach Drew all left to, for different reasons. Yeah. And then we brought in Bader, Doggy, and Buff. How do you think those three have kind of because they're all different coaches in their own way. Right. But how do you think those three, and even Tom bringing Sean up to this gym, how do you think all those guys have helped kind of keep the coach? Like, how do you think they have impacted the coaching staff? So, first let me say, two great coaching staffs. Last year's coaching staff, mm-hmm. this year's coaching staff, two great coaching staffs. Mm-hmm. But... Two totally different coaching sure. staffs. You know what I'm saying? Last year's coaching staff was um, skill heavy. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Skill heavy to where it was, this is how we say do it. This is how it's going to get done. This is how we win. You know what I'm saying? That was last year. This year, which I'm still trying to figure these guys out. You know what I'm saying? Love them to death. You know what I'm saying? And I am... Totally happy for everything we've accomplished. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We all support each other 100%. Mm-hmm. Yes, sometimes we don't see eye to eye. But at the same time, we all have the same goal in mind. But this year's coaching staff, it's a lot more relaxed. Mm-hmm. We, it's a lot more of camaraderie, I guess you could say, amongst the coaches. Mm-hmm. Where last year was more of like, come in, do your job. Get out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Where this year it's like, okay, we want to hang around each other. Yeah. Let's find stuff for us to do to hang around each other mm-hmm. and just enjoy each other's time. Mm-hmm. Um, but basketball-wise, like I said, last year was skill-heavy. This year is more of overall keeping that morale, that morale of the team up, mm-hmm. bringing that energy you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we have a different team. We have a team where they have the skills. You just can't bottle those skills yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? Where last year they had the skills, but their skills had to be structured mm-hmm. in a way to be successful. Yeah. You know, so that's the difference between the two teams. But as far as the coaches, man, it's two different coaching styles. And both of them fit for what the teams need. Mm-hmm. You know, so one of the words that's been around our locker room is connected and mm-hmm. being connected as a team. How do you think a team can get more connected? Honestly, by spending time, spending time and going through hard times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and when I say spending time outside of basketball, outside of basketball. Now, I don't know much of what these guys do outside of basketball mm-hmm. but when we've been on road trips and everything like that staying in hotels and things like that I've seen how these guys operate mm-hmm. and they love being by each other mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and our biggest thing is not them being connected outside of basketball it's getting them to trust each other and connect with each other on the court and I feel like we're finally at that point to where they have no problem making that one more pass because that one more pass is going to lead to overall team success. Mm-hmm. And that's been our battle all year is getting guys to make that extra pass. And I finally feel like we're at that point to where 
they have no problem with it. Mm-hmm. You know, because in a lot of times with basketball, if you make a pass and then you move once you make that pass, and a lot of times if you cut hard at the basket once you make that pass, ball coming right back to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and getting guys to understand that and being connected on the court that way, oh man, we will be able to reach amazing heights. Might even get a banner ourselves. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we're shooting for is to get our banner ourselves. Uh, but it's, for, and it's only on offense. Yeah. Because defensively, oh, we're as connected as can be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I learned, there's only one night where I could say, I remember we just played horrible defense and weren't really connected on defense. And that was the other night. Exactly. Versus Seneca. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Now, have we lost other nights? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. But look at those scores. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, the, the score is still low. When we lost to J-Town, what they scored? What? They didn't even score 50 points. Yeah. It was like 48. Yeah. That's great defense for what we can do. I mean, we were in New Orleans. Half of those teams were in the 30s. That we yeah. Played. The championship game. Uh, they were in the 30s, but it went to overtime. It went to overtime. It was 48-46. Yep. No, 48-45. We won 48-45. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You hold a high – the number two team in the state of Louisiana, you hold them to 45 points. That's in, crazy. In an overtime game, too. In their home state. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So defensively, we've always been connected. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just getting guys to make that one more pass. Like, uh, I think that goes back to Coach David, too. I don't know if you watched the video I sent in the group chat. Mm-hmm. But basically, he said that like, the reporters were asking him after the 2019 state championship, they were asking him, how good does it feel to get these guys to play defense? Because like, nowadays, it's like the game only feels like it's offensive-centered and like right. everyone wants to play offense. But then when you can get a group of guys to play defense and commit to defense, good things can happen. Oh, man. And honestly, with us here at Trinity, for the five years I've been here, that's drilled home from day one. Even if if you start out as a freshman in Coach Tyler's gym, Mm -hmm. day one, you've got to play defense. The only way you're going to get on this court is defense. defense. You know what I'm saying? Because as the saying goes... Defense wins championships. You know what I'm saying? What is Trinity known for? Defense. Championships. And defense. and defense. You know what I'm saying? Even looking at our football program. Oh, our football team's had some great defense. Come on now. Like, a couple years ago, Coach Cobb was the defensive coordinator for a team that didn't allow not one positive rushing yard. Exactly. That's crazy. But that's what happens when you're connected on the defensive side of sports. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so... Defense is something that we pride ourselves in, and I honestly think that'll never go away. I feel like that's semen in Trinity. Like, you have to defend, mm-hmm. you know. So, so I thank you for the news, but our athletic director, uh, Rob Saxon, he's going to retire at the yeah. end of this year. What are some things that, like, because he's obviously been around the basketball program a lot. What are some things that he's left on you from an athletic director standpoint? So, from an athletic director standpoint, I've always just loved the way he's carried himself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And even before he became an athletic director, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, the way he carried himself was what we preach here at Trinity. Mm-hmm. A man of faith, a man of character, you know what I'm saying? 
And that's one of the biggest things that he's left on me. And I, and another thing that he's left on me is understanding what it truly means to be a Trinity man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There, um, I remember it a year or two ago. JV game got a little rough, and our guys kind of stepped out of character for a minute. And I had to bring our guys together and be mm-hmm. like, hey, this is not what we do. Mm-hmm. That's not Trinity. That's not what that T represents. And he was coming into the huddle to say something, but he saw what I was saying was what they've been preaching yeah. to us all our life, ever since we first stepped foot on this campus. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying, the only thing that I could say to him was, Coach, thank you. Y'all taught me that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are the ones who saved my I honestly say, Trinity saved my life. Mm-hmm. Ain't no telling where I'd be if I would have went to a public school. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I probably, man, ain't, I ain't even going to say it. Ain't no telling where I'd be, man. <laughs> Trinity saved my life, man, when it came to high school and then after school. While mm-hmm. I'm here right now, Trinity's still saving my life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? This is home. So, draw just came out. We got Ballard first round. What do you think is the key to that game to win? Playing our game. Playing our game. From here on out, the key to us making it to Rupp, the key to us winning the state championship, we got to play our game. Mm-hmm. We have to defend how we know to defend, and we have to share the ball. Those two things. We do those two things, we're going to be fine. You know what I'm saying? I'm not worried about shooting. I'm not worried about nothing else. All I'm worried about is us defending how we know to defend mm-hmm. and sharing the ball. We do those two things, we're gonna be perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. So then, here's a, this is an AU question. So AAU come under fire, you know, if you like look on like Twitter, social media about how like AAU kind of like lost its touch and like mm-hmm. lost because just because of how like all these kids just being like thrown in there, like. What do you think about the landscape of AAU as it is right now? Uh, it's it's in. I'm not gonna necessarily say it's in a bad place, and I'm not necessarily gonna say it's in a good place. Mm-hmm. Uh, because me personally, I coach AAU, and my whole goal for the level of AAU that I coach is making sure that. The time that I have those kids, from the time that I have them to the time I don't have them, they get better. Mm-hmm. So that whole summer, I'm trying to improve your overall skills mm-hmm. with a few focuses on what your game is already. So that when you go back in the fall, your coach can utilize you to the best of his ability. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where a lot of AAU gets lost. But we also have to understand... AAU is just just as much of a money game as college is now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And high schoolers have to realize that now. Money has gotten closer to you now. You know what I'm saying? It was just money was the NBA, semi-pros, overseas. Mm-hmm. And if you was getting money on the college level, it was done under the table. Exactly. Now... College money is on top of the table. Mm-hmm. And with Kentucky, if you sign to a school, you can get money as well. So let's say, for example, Jaden Johnson. Let's say Jaden Johnson decides he wants to sign the first chance he gets as a junior. Mm-hmm. So now his whole junior year, his senior year, 
he can make money from NIL deals. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, with that being said, that changed the whole landscape for all high school sports. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? AAU is now, which before it was as well, it was powered by money. Now, for a fact, you can see that AAU, high-level AAU, is powered by money. Even low-level AAU, you know what I'm saying? Some Mm -hmm. teams out here are using their programs as just a money scheme. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's okay. That's cool. Get it how you got to get it. But if you come and play for my AAU team, whichever AAU team, like right now I'm with 502 Elite, whatever AAU team I end up being on, that is my goal. I need your overall skill. But at the beginning of the summer, you might be an 85. By the end of the summer, I need your overall to be an 88 or a 90. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's my goal when it comes to AAU, but you got to be careful because with it being money driven, yeah, you got to make sure you go to the right place that's going to benefit your kid. So you got to do your research. You got to do your research. Mm-hmm. And then one more question for you. So like, so last year, obviously, how it ended against Mail, a double overtime game, didn't go our way. What was what's your biggest takeaway from that game to help us? win the seven so we don't have to experience that again and how we can use that as motivation going back to defense defense and composure defense and composure there was a lot of times last year we got we lost our composure now when i say lost our composure i don't mean somebody went and just spaz and start yelling at somebody mm-hmm. and all that we just rush things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In that game, in that male game, yeah. we had a turnover at the end that really sealed the game for us. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was AJ was at the free throw line. CJ was making a cut to the basket. Yes. It, it was the right idea because he was going to be wide open, but like it was just like a second. It just, it just happened out of timing. It was too late. Yeah. And it was because of composure. We lost our composure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people think composure is just this whole negative thing. No, composure is part of focus. Mm-hmm. You know, and what happened in that moment, you know what I'm saying? AJ was trying to throw the pass, and honestly, he looked like a little deer in the headlights because he saw the openness that was there. Yeah. But because he saw it, he lost focus and threw it just a second too late. And then it turned into that. So really, man, if we could just defend and keep our composure, we'll be totally fine. Mm-hmm. And now this year's composure is totally different, though, than what last year's composure. What do you say this year's composure needs to be like? This year's composure, we have to keep positive vibes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's The, the boat has been so rocky this year. Mm-hmm. We have to focus on staying positive towards one another, okay? Because, number one, not only do you have the emotions of a game, oh yeah, you have the emotions of individual players. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, this year might be a year where there's more transfers playing than homegrown Trinity kids. Mm-hmm. It was like, look at last year's team, it was like camp four-year player. CJ. Matt, four-year player. CJ, four-year four year. player. Mike, four-year player. Dave, four-year four year. player. Then you had 
from the, like then Ajo's a he's a four year player now. Yeah. Then so now but then now you got guys like Dre, a Jew, Joe, Carry on. Carry on. You know what I'm saying? Even though he came to us his freshman year, he took a little leave and then came back. Mm-hmm. So we're still trying to make him readjust to yeah. the Trinity ways, you know because what I'm like, saying? Once you go to a, even even though you're with a, a team for as long as he was, yeah. When you go to a different school, a new program, yeah, different ways of playing the game, and he was the man there. Exactly. We have to think the school he went to. He was, he the, was the man. He was the one. He was the man. The moment he left, that school lost everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and everybody knows who that school is. You know what I'm saying? And we know what they lost. They lost a lot. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Players. They uh they lost five players that went to five different schools. Mm-hmm. Now, if you had that team still, oh, it's a different the, different the whole seventh region looked different. Different story. Different yeah, it's story. a different story. But yeah, trying to get all those different aspects to jail mm-hmm. is is probably the biggest part that we're still battling with this year. Mm-hmm. But like I said, if we keep positive vibes, we play defense. We keep our composure. I don't see nobody stopping us. I don't think. The thing is, like, the draw came out, and everyone's saying, like, saying it's not the easy draw. You got, like, I don't think anyone can be, like, when we're on our game, I don't think anyone can beat us. Man, we are the easy draw. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we're the easy draw, because all we, we don't have to worry about us. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's seen, when we play at a high level, anything can happen. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? And I'm not one to brag or boast. I let I let the scoreboard and the record do the talking. Mm-hmm. But high-level basketball, we've played it plenty of times this year. And one time that we can hang our hat on was at Bellarmine. Oh, yeah. That was high-level basketball. That was us playing, and we literally opened up the stable and let all the stallions just run. Because, like, with how, obviously how that, with how that first game went down, and then some other things that were happening. Everyone just the composure of that game. Everyone was locked in. Locked in. It was like everyone knew like that what was gonna happen. Like Santos, they're a great team. They're one of the top teams in the region. Right. But then like no one's done that to them all year. What we did. No. No. And honestly, I don't see nobody doing that to them except us again. You like, know what I'm saying? They, so, they, 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 they beat Mail three times. Yeah. They've beaten some really good teams. They have they I'm not gonna lie to you. I'll be honest. They have a decent team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They have a decent team. Uh but when you when you put mono e mono, you know what I'm saying? One V one and you line it up, we have a better team. I would say so too. And it's like that's not just because I'm a trinity, it's like if you go down the line we have that team. They maybe have like a position here or there, but like it's mo- mostly, mostly us. that side. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, you see the team comparison on 2K. Yeah. We lit up. We lit up on our side. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? Our side highlighted. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So, but um, yeah, man, it, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. And I really feel that out of the, this is my fifth year here, we're getting there. Is the year you feel it? We getting a rut this year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What we gonna do once we get the rut? That's a different story. That's a different story. But I feel like Tuesday, Friday, and Monday we gonna take care of business. Yup. 
We'll take care well, of it. Thank you for coming on. Most definitely, and man. It's going to be a fun march. Stay tuned and we'll have more for you. Thank you for listening.